Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with Your Favorite Author, where we ask authors important questions like, why would you agree to be on this podcast? I'm Kelly Lynn Colby, Editorial Director at Cursed Dragonship Publishing. Our guest this week is Dakota Kraut, fantasy writer and owner of Mountaindale Press. Dakota has appeared in the New York Times for reaching the top 10 bestsellers for audiobooks and Audible, has been featured in Business Insider, and graced the cover of Indie Author Magazine. He has sold over 2 million copies of his books and audiobooks. And if he's not your favorite now, he will be after. Yes! Welcome! Welcome, Dakota! How are you this evening? I am doing so well. Yeah, the uh, the music there, I, I wasn't sure if it was just me hearing like an echo or something. And then everyone else started dancing. I was like, oh, good. All right, we're good. <laughs> okay, I am here. I'm not making this up in my head. There is music. <laughs> yeah, we laughed that that's we went through so much music to find the right one. It's hilarious. Perfect. And now <laughs> I hear cool. it in my sleep. Let's see. Um, we have some very, very important questions, as you could tell from our intro here. Um, first one, looks like your audiobooks have been really successful. Do you narrate them yourself? Oh, no. No? No, 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 no. Never. <laughs> and I never will. No. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, you know, pay the professional and just get it done, you know? Yes. Yes, uh, totally agree. Yes. Um, so basically, I actually get that question a lot, believe it or not. It's, it's strange to get that question a lot because, um, well, it, essentially what happens is people, especially authors, think that doing everything themselves is the correct way to, you know, go out there and, and be successful. But the reality is nothing sells your books like your next book, right? So when you go out there and you you publish your next book, um, not only does that bring much more attention to you as for having a new book out, but it brings people into your backlist and all this other stuff. So typically I, I am uh, always recommending to people that they um, focus on the one thing that actually brings them, you know, um, success, fame, fortune, whatever it is that they're seeking, and that is generating more content, right? So um, getting out the next book and pushing it, yeah. So, and that's why in five years, I have 24 books out that are, you know, all over 100,000 words, mm -hmm. sit around 490 pages of pop on Amazon. So, yep. It's pretty impressive, let me tell you. Thank you. I had so much fun Googling you. I might I, have to call you Mr. Kraut with all the accolades that were up there. Well, I'm a legal lord, so you can call me Lord Kraut. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'd have to call you Lord Dakota, though, right? It's first names, oh. right? So, yeah. yeah however you want to so, do. So, Lord Dakota, um, how did you manage so much press? So much press? Like, oh, it, it was, uh, you know, it's just, it's funny because it, it doesn't seem like a lot until it's all together, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, um, Typically, it's just like someone reaches out and they're like, hey, man, we want to chat. I'm like, cool. And then I look and it's like, oh, that's that's Forbes. That's cool. <laughs> uh, pro glad I'm so cordial to everyone. You know? <laughs> like, right? You never know yeah, who you're exactly. talking to. <laughs> right? It's true. you know. And yeah, just, just another reason to be a good person, right? So, so you don't mess up really good opportunities. Like this, you know? Hey, guys. Right. Yeah. Except in this case, I was the one with the opportunity. So thank you very much for agreeing to be on. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Um, well, you were the first person who's included their wife in their profile pic, and I love it. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a true partnership. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Very much so. How much is that like added to your success? Oh, oh. 
way more way more than it uh, oh my gosh so i am i have two mindsets right so uh mm-hmm. in um in a book called uh the e-myth the entrepreneurial myth um mm-hmm. there's they, they say that there's three types of mindset there's the technician the technician is someone who can f- see the job and do the job right mm-hmm. there's the manager who can manage all of the day-to-day of things that go on between technicians and the final one, which is the entrepreneur, right? And so the entrepreneur has this this great big picture things going on, right? So I am 50% entrepreneur, 50% technician. I have no manager in me, right? <laughs> Just 0% and maybe even a negative percent and given to something else um, because uh, the small details of like day-to-day things really super elude me. Um, and, uh, so with my lovely wife who, uh, she is the CEO of my company, Mountain Dale Press, which I, yeah, all, all of this here. <laughs> um, and, uh, she manages all the day to day, you know, keeping contacts, building those relationships between, uh, authors, narrators, all these other people. And I go out there and, and get to do the fun thing, which is talking to really cool people. So nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love I that. Like yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. I like the manager aspect of it all. Well, if you would like hard numbers, I can tell you that when she came on, I saw a 300% increase in revenue. Holy <laughs> moly. Yeah, so the way <laughs> that like, she... <laughs> yeah. Why are you working yeah. any other job? We'll make more money if you just work for us. <laughs> that's exa- well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, so <laughs> she actually has her PhD in uh, pharmacology and therapeutics. Um, and so she was a, a research molecular biologist at her last, at her last uh, position. And like yeah, oh, she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, much smarter than I am, um, but I can, I can words really good with my hands. So I got that going <laughs> for me. Um, and so I, uh, I said, hey, what, when you started doing some of this stuff, we saw really way better results and we're making great money. Do you want to do this? She looks at me and she goes, can you afford me? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, let's find out. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yep, here we are. And uh, it's working out very well. That's fabulous. Yeah. Um, well, whose idea was it to publish that first book? That was all me. Oh, yes. So uh, I will I will say my, my wife is... Uh, very manager mindset and very technician mm-hmm. mindset, but not so much with the entrepreneurial, right? Um, so she was actually working on her, um, I'm trying to remember, it's not a thesis, it's the dissertation. Yes, her okay. doctoral dissertation. Her PhD, yep. Yep. And um, so she was doing that. She did not care what I was doing. Right. I was like, Hey, hon, I'm, you know, since you're so busy and you know, I don't, I don't watch TV or all the, uh, all these other things. Uh, I'm writing a book. She's like, great, great, great. That's cool. It's great. I love you. I'm going to go back to my book. Yeah, exactly. Like she was working, she was working hard. And so one day, you know, I just, I finished and I was like, Hey, Hey love, I'm going to, I'm going to publish this book. Do you want to see? And she goes, what? So yeah, I have this little publish button here on Amazon. I'm just going to smack that. And she goes, wait, 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 what are you doing? And uh, <laughs> she said, well, you have a book? I said, you've known about the book. And she said, yeah, but I thought that was just for fun. Well, kind of, yeah, but it's here now and I can publish it. I'm clicking the button. Um, <laughs> and so uh, she tried to convince me to hold off for all sorts of very good reasons. But I, I said, and, and this is something that is, to me, like really stood out in my life is I was like, hey, you know what? I have the faith in this right now. So it's either it's either I never publish this 
or I publish it now. It's either never or now. And so I said, I just hit the hit the publish button and it locked for 72 hours. And she went, okay, I guess. And we both walked away thinking nothing would ever come of it. Um, yep. So I'm so, so glad to have been wrong. And nothing has. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Short interview. Next time. No. <laughs> Next time, we'll bring on a real author. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're as real as they come. Um, how long did it take you to write your first book? Uh, about three months. Oh, that's nice. You were inspired. You were ready. Oh, yeah. So that one um, that one was very easy for some reason. The first book was probably the easiest one I've ever written, right? Um, and I just had fun with it. It was exactly what I wanted to write at the time. And then uh, it just flowed out like nothing, like crazy. Um, and then, uh, I did the next, I did the next two books in that series, uh, a month each and <clears throat> tried to get it out as, as rapidly as possible. Um, but it was a lot harder because for some reason, having expectations from the readers, um, mm. instead of just putting nothing out, to lose. yeah, exactly. Right. So having nothing to lose, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was harder, but. I loved it. And then I was like, I could do this like <laughs> forever. And I'd be very happy to continue. So, yep. It's fabulous. That's fabulous. Three months. So rumor has it you write live on Discord. I do. Why yeah. have you chosen to expose yourself like that? <laughs> um, so I will, I will make a quick caveat to that. Mm -hmm. um, so people have to opt in. Mm -hmm. And if they opt in and they mess it up, then they get booted out. Okay. Because um, right. <laughs> we've, we've had a couple instances where someone's like, hey, here's the ending of his next book. And it's like, oh, oh my God, how would you do that? So, why, why would you do that? Just stop. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but no, so it's, it's really cool. Um, so the biggest thing for me is that relational marketing. So being able to go out there and really give um, people that a feeling of ownership. Right. They're there. They are there on scene as this is being created. They get access right away. They can see me doing it. Um, they can tell me if I've messed something up or if it's just really off base. Um, and I don't allow people to talk while I'm working because that would really destroy that. Um, but what I do at the end of each session is I'll go in and usually people are writing notes to me throughout like, hey, you, you're writing this right now and here's what I see. Or I think it would be better like this, stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. Um, so you're not getting all... hounded while you're writing. No, no, no. Um, I see stuff pop up, but I just ignore it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, I'm very focused when I work. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sensing no ADHD. Then, yeah, see, that wouldn't work for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, no. It, 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 and it's all, it's all learned behaviors, right? Like when I when I was first doing it, it was definitely little red light pops on. What is? <laughs> yeah, who's who's pinging me? What's happening? Um, but you're like, oh just, wait, I asked them to. <laughs> right. Well, no, the worst is actually when I uh, when I forget to stop uh, screen sharing because people are like, hey man, it's been like 25 minutes and you haven't written anything. Are you gonna hit your word goal for the day? What's going on? And uh, so that's pretty fun too because people keep me accountable. Yes, accountable. I could probably use some of that. <laughs> I don't think I'm brave enough for that live writing, though, man. That's incredible. Um, so you told us that your first book was really easy to write. Which of your books yes. challenged you the most? Um, ooh, that's a good one. 
-hmm. probably the second book ever written. So that would be Dungeon Madness. Um, Because really, I mean, it was a a dive into trying to do things the correct way, right? Mm. And, excuse me, and I was also trying to do it in a month. You know, like I was like, hey, this one was so successful out of nowhere. What happens if we're actually like, I, at that point, I realized this has a genre. So then I could do research on the genre, find out what those expectations were and see how absolutely badly I was missing the mark. Right. Um, Find those tropes. Right. But um, what, what actually happened is that I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was the, the very first to write in this subgenre, but I'm definitely one of the pioneers of the subgenre. Um, in which way? Is this lit RPG? So this, this particular one was Dungeon Core, right? Gotcha. Okay. So, and lit RPG, I'm, uh, I moved into lit RPG, right? So, um, so Divine Dungeon was right on the edges, right on the fringe, mm-hmm. way closer to like D&D sort of things going on. Um, just kind of more implied what was going on and kind of a, a loose structure um, where lit RPG is much more Actual detail. Numbers. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, my, my second series was um, me applying all of that research into the main genre. And I think it worked pretty well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I think it did. I think you helped define the tropes. So that's that's pretty impressive. It's kind of kind of cool to be on the ground floor of stuff. It really is. That's so cool. <laughs> Truly, like you said, entrepreneurial. Like you had that unique idea. Sure. I love Thanks, it. Thanks, Shelly. Oh, you're great. It, let's see. If someone is meeting you for the first time on this podcast, where do you recommend they start? I have a wonderful book titled Something. Okay. So I have questions you... about that one. It's so awesome. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab it real quick. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I have a copy here. I'm sure oh, I, I just love it. Okay. Yeah. The whole right. thing makes me happy. Oh, the cover just popped <laughs> <Okay>. up too. <laughs> okay, perfect. So the title is literally something. So if you want something to read, I have something for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love it. Right. I love it. <laughs> I'm uh, actually just finishing the copy edits on anything. So pretty soon you'll be able to read anything by Dakota Crowd. <laughs> I'm, I love it. Yeah, awesome. it's one of those, every now and again, I'm starting to read a book by somebody I'm interviewing and I can't stop. And I started a few of yours and they were good, but I could stop them and keep writing my questions like a good professional. I started something and I couldn't stop. I was Perfect. like, I have stuff to do. This is bad. No, it's no. awesome. And, and that makes me really happy to hear because no, that was the first time. Um, so I had this, so I do a, just an insane amount of research on everything that I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and something was a, a dive into abnormal psychology. Right. And, and seeing how that applied to like fantasy and, and kind of what would happen in kind of realistic situations of like, re- like what would really happen to real people in really fantastical situations. And um, the weird thing is that that's right there in abnormal psych. Like you can just find yes. it. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. It. It was, it was cool because I had a behavioralist who, who read mm-hmm. that book and brought me on to discuss abnormal psychology on his on his podcast, which is really cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's also the most well-written um, in my mind. Uh, it's really good. Thank you. Uh, and, and that's just because uh, kind of when you – so when you start writing a series, mm-hmm. you can't just – you can't just shift the framework of 
how it is. You know what I mean? Um, so if something is written in a certain way or is kind of meant for a specific audience at the time, you can't shift away from that abruptly. Like you can kind of change over time. Um, but, you know, I had so much more writing knowledge on my sixth series than I did on my first one or two. And I was able to apply all of that. So it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Isn't it nice when you figure, yes, I've been writing for years, but I know how to write now, finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, I just defined my style. I just, I defined what I, what I really enjoy and what I like to do. Um, and uh, coupled with the research on what other people like to read and boom, there it is. There's something for you. Yeah, I have to say, like, when I started, I was expecting something ridiculous because it's Murder Hobo, right? right? And you Old get a lot of those, hobo. you know, ones that are just funny <laughs> to be funny, right? Or, you know, just sarcastic. Mm -hmm. So I start this book, and it's a solid fantasy novel. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, where did you come up with the full Murder Hobo name? Oh, so um, a Murder Hobo has, I mean, Murder Hobo has been around forever, right? I've never so... heard of it. No, like anyone with any gaming experience can, uh, like especially D and D, anything like that. Like you know, like <laughs> Kevin over here, right? It, it's is uh, yeah. Kevin Catway might know it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's nodding right along because he's like, oh, mm -hmm, that's a standard gaming term. It's just uh, <laughs> AI so... game. <laughs> Apparently not no. enough. <laughs> so a, a murder hobo is someone who doesn't care about the dialogue option, right? They don't care about all the other things that are going on. They just want to kill. Right. Uh, or like their path forward is, all right, I see monsters. Well, they could be friendly. I don't care. You know, <laughs> like they are made of both loot and EXP. Right. <laughs> They're going down. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> so, so it's more like a PVP players like kind of thing. Uh, pretty much more like PVE. Like they are verse everything. Everyone. <laughs> everything. Right. <laughs> so doesn't matter if it's a wall. How dare that wall be there? Right. It's in my way. I need to go that way. Right. How how far into something have you read, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, through the first chapter. Oh, the first so the chapter. prologue and the first chapter. I had to stop because I okay. had to interview you. <laughs> okay. Well, you're going to have to tell me what you think of uh, what he does with trees and rocks. So. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to start reading it as soon as I get off the interview, honest. Definitely not. Yeah. No, it's not going to Well, and we're connected on Facebook, so you can keep me like updated live as you're going, you know? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an editor too. You might not want me to do that. It's okay. No, you know what? <laughs> I, I actually, I intentionally do not make books as perfect as they can be so mm -hmm. that people can come to me and be like, hey, I found an error. And I can be like, hey, you are so amazing for reaching out and caring about my books and helping me make them better. I will make that change because of you. Thank you. Right? <laughs> and that's what I do. I'm serious. I absolutely do that. <laughs> and, oh, that's so um, funny. It's true, though. There's a lot of readers like it. They're like, this comma's wrong. You're like, I will fix it. And they're like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> or the or the comma's right and they're wrong, but I wouldn't tell them that. Anymore. Well, yeah, that happens. <laughs> but by edit, but my favorite, my editing mostly is about characters and world. So, sure. yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not that picky. I pay some, like you said, you pay a narrator, you pay a professional to do that. I pay a professional to fix the commas and the exactly. know, ridiculous stuff that I don't care about. Because character and world is everything. Yes. Let's see. We were on a panel together at DragonCon, and we were the indie representatives, contrasted with some traditionally published folks, right? right? And I had a ton of fun, as most of our answers were opposite advice to the traditional route. It's so opposite. That's, yes. Yeah. It was so much fun. Um, but I found it interesting that, you know, as to do what we do, we are very much aware 
of the mm-hmm. traditional world and their rules and what you have mm-hmm. to do in their world. But they seem to be clueless about ours. Yep. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting that they didn't know both worlds the way, you know, you and I did. Right. So well, I'm wondering if they did, they'd probably be indie. That's also true. <laughs> You're probably right. They're like, why am I doing this? Exactly. Um, like, I couldn't imagine somebody telling me I can't finish my series. You know, I can't mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. fathom that thing. Right. Like, no, absolutely. And kind of the kind of the whole thing, they're like, hey, this is paying your dues. And I'm over here like, hey, man, I'm I'm sorry you let yourself be hurt like that. I'm not about to, you know, like not a chance. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry you let yourself get hurt like that. I'm going to write that one down. Uh, it's just nice enough and just sarcastic enough so they understand. <laughs> well, it's, it's also very serious, you know, like um, like I have a really good friend. You might know him. His, his name is Aaron. Right. Um, and oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm actually going to other... interview him, too. Okay. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to give away his name, but you know, he, he worked for 12 years mm-hmm. at this as his life goal, doing all this stuff and paying his dues and all this other stuff mm-hmm. and, and paying his dues, you know, and, uh, but, you know, he and I have conversations on this stuff all the time, but he's found amazing success when he switched away from chasing like that traditional the prop, yeah, the, the proper way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And, and I would, I would, I would call him an amazing author success story. And even if you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. It's yeah. pretty impressive, but it was interesting, but I had fun. So just so you know, that was fun. Um, and then you also, as we talked about earlier, own Mountain Dale Press as it is written on everything. So clever. Maybe I should just put mine behind here. Um, I don't, what... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> These words, they just, uh... appear <laughs> just, just oh, drinking out of this you. cup. <laughs> it's on everything man all we have are stickers Zafo, we need to step up our merchandising game um so what sparked the crazy notion to open a publishing house and publish other authors work like, what was oh the boy you stepped over to do that so i have i have like the business answer and i have the personal answer which would you like mm, i can both. i can do both you can okay i, I can both. do both which, which one do you want me to start with um, start with business because personal okay. is more interesting, I think. Sure. So the the business answer to it is <clears throat> I saw what I was doing mm-hmm. and I saw that it was very successful. And I had really spent a lot of time uh, pushing into advertising, pushing into social media, um, mm-hmm. finding ways to get my books in front of people, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I spent a lot of time doing that when I didn't need to because at the start of our genre, right? right away when there's 10 authors total mm-hmm. just kind of bouncing stuff off each other and having fun with it. Um, we could put out a book and be in the top 100 on Amazon immediately. No questions asked. Right. Your fans were like, yes, write another one. Right. And mm-hmm. they would just ping pong between the 10 of us or mm-hmm. however many there were. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> that's how it happened. You know, like we just stayed in the top 100 as a collective genre for like a year and during that time, I was like doing research because I was like, hey, you know, at some point, it's not going to be this way, right? Um, and so by the end of that year, I was still doing really well when I put out a book with my advertising, with social media, all this other stuff. And other people were starting to lag behind. Um, <laughs> and just a little bit, but enough to be noticeable. And I said to myself, hey, and myself and to my wife, um, hey, uh, you know, we've spent $30,000 in six months testing all of this different stuff. How do we 
use it and make sure it is usable going forward? And the answer is you use it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, yep. it's, a, it's a moving, constantly moving target. You always have to mm -hmm. keep up with stuff. And um, I don't write fast enough, consistently enough to make that happen, right? And so it was, hey, we've put in a lot of money and we know how to do this. And so we took on three people um, and said, hey, give us your books, let us run them, run it through our process, try all this stuff that we're going to do and see if, if it's just me or if this model works for other people. And, uh, you know, by the end of the year, then we had three authors taking home six figures, you know, so that, so that, I mean, worked out pretty well. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so no one was complaining. No. Not at all. And uh, yeah, so it was, you know, super successful model. And um, so we started slowly, very, very slowly ramping that up. And I'm, I'm very happy to say that um, over half of our um, authors are six figure earning authors. And um, most of those, most of those people are, are now also uh, moving toward full time authorship. We only have one or two or three total authors working with us that are not full time authors. Um, <clears throat> and they are veterinarians and doctors and lawyers right so it's like <laughs> yeah yeah no. place their pay is gonna take a little longer yeah <laughs> right and benefits and all this other and stuff you know? uh -huh. <laughs> so they're yeah or yeah dentists yeah so yeah stuff like that uh where they're making very good money already and uh i'm still working with them to try and get them full-time <laughs> that's incredible yeah. goals kevin petway goals we need to get there mm -hmm. so We'll get there. That's awesome. So that's the business. What was the personal? Uh, the personal was uh, a lot more simple than that. Um, the personal was that I, for the vast majority of my life, have been incredibly poor, <laughs> like very, very poor, like, mm. uh, like joining the army at 17 so that I could make sure I had food poor. Right. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and yes. uh so the fact of the matter is I have had a lot of interesting things that I've done in life. Um, and I've gotten to a point in life that I never expected, but the fact also is that I did not get there by myself. And what I wanted more than anything else was to be able to, um, give other people that same helping hand that I got, right? Like the advice, awesome. the, like the, like, uh, options, like, things that weren't an intent to get screwed over, you know, mm -hmm. um, and just giving people like my, like for instance, my, my, uh, ebook contracts are five years, right? So for, for Mondale press, because mm -hmm. a, I believe if people really want to work with me, they're going to continue working with me. Like if I'm doing good by them, they like what I'm doing great. And, mm -hmm. and B that, that gives them an option to take that to higher success if they can find another route to, to it. Right. Um, so my, my intent has never been to, to grab IP or to um, hold people to, you know, really stringent things. It's it's all about getting them to success wherever that might be. So and so that that was uh, the personal reason. Yeah, I love it. I Thank love you. it. Yes, I 100 percent agree. I don't ask for any rights I'm not using. Mm -hmm. I don't know why so many again, traditional. I don't know why they do that. I want all of the things, including your Firstborn child who you name after your main character. No, no, go away. But I'm not going to do anything with them, though. They're going to sit in a closet. But I want them. I want all of them. They don't get food or light or water. But No, yeah. no. They'll be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be fine.
they'll just be forced to learn how to read so they can read your books and leave reviews. Why, why didn't I think of that? Darn it. I have two kids. I could have made that happen. Um, so what's the most interesting or crazy thing that you've learned through your writing and publishing adventure? Um, I would say, so an, an interesting thing is that at all levels of success, if you continue to write, your day looks about the same. So, um, it's it's really funny because you know mm-hmm. people that I know that are making very little money with this author career, but enough to sustain themselves, mm-hmm. you know, lock themselves in into a, a room for you know six to ten hours a day, and they're writing their book most of the day, and uh, they're done, and they have dinner and go to bed and get up early and do it all again the next day, and um, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like it's not that know, different. What it's the other. really not. No, like yeah. I have, like I have the, the difference here is like my office lights up in different colors <laughs> and like I have a window, you know, like, like the big differences for me are like the, like, <laughs> Hey, now I have two screens instead of one, you know, like it's, it's not like super major differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, so it's, it's really funny to me. Um, to go to like conferences and, and talk to other authors and they'll be like, oh my gosh, what's the secret? What do you do? And I'm like, eh, I'm doing exactly what you're doing, man. I just have support staff who are selling the book too. Like that's that's the big difference there. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, going out there. And, yeah. Anyway, uh, in, in terms of- not that different. Yeah, that's a cool thing. It's really not. It's mm-hmm. really not. Like most of my time is devoted to writing because that's- where I'm successful is being an author Um, Mm -hmm. and being a publisher is cool, but like, that's not my main focus because I have a whole company, (laughs) right. Who are doing, doing all of the other stuff that, that goes into making that happen. Um, Yeah. And so the other cool thing is that conferences, Mm -hmm. there is good information at them, but there's always two conferences that happen at every conference. Um, there is the panels and like, you know, lectures and things like that. And then there's meeting in the hallways, <laughs> right? which is the best part. That's the best part. It's, it's way better. Way like, better. like, I mean, you get good information, like general information in panels, all this other stuff. You get to see cool people under, mm-hmm. like get a, a look at what they're doing, but then you can just go and hang out with them in the hallway, you know, like, like my first year at uh, at uh, 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 Superstars, I just walked mm-hmm. up to Jim Butcher and I'm like, hey, man, you have lunch plans? Let's go. I'm buying. And he was like, cool. What are we going to talk about? And I said, D&D. And then <laughs> he's like, like, I'm definitely in. Yeah, right. So we, we we walked away. And then all of a sudden it was like 30 people. And I was like, wait a second. Like, I'm not paying for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and then I, I didn't even get to sit by him. So I was oh, like, no. what the heck? <laughs> I'm sure he was just as disappointed. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. No, no, he's he, he was a lovely dude, and it was it was like it's just that sort of thing. It was it was just really cool. Like, um, that's just one of those great things. Like, everyone is basically the same person at a conference. Like, hey, I'm an author, and I'm an author. Like, I sit in my room and, and write books for most of the day, and so <laughs> it's it's just neat to be able to bounce between like, you know, people at Jim Butcher's level and like brand new authors and the only thing that's different between them is like their confidence and their ability <laughs> you know like yeah, they're all doing the same thing so yeah that's pretty cool i'm gonna keep yeah. that in mind 
So when you're sitting down and you're doubting, just remember. <laughs> That's it. You know, Jim Butcher is doing the same darn thing right now, sitting in mm-hmm. his dark room. Though he getting, might have a window too, I don't know. Getting get the same kind of weird questions from people on the internet, I'm like, "Where's this? When is this? What is happening? <laughs> When's this next book coming out?" <laughs> uh, you know, he gets that one all the time, poor guy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Though my son is all caught up and is kind of angry with him, and I don't know because I'm not caught up yet, so I don't even know what he's angry about. Uh, I'll figure it out soon enough, I guess. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that just means know you know what that means, about. though. I like that he's angry. Because my son doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. And the mm. fact that he's angry means that Jim Butcher made him feel. And that makes me very happy. That's power. Right Would you just <laughs> read the book already, damn it? <clears throat> I'm getting there. Okay, so maybe Safo's a little mad too. Okay, I have a lot to read. I have to read Dakotas now. I can't stop. Um, so Just read something. It, You'll be fine. Just read. I'm, I'm R- always Really, really, speak. pretty soon, just read anything. You know. Just keep reading. Just keep going. So if you could turn one of your series, right, you could, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, if you could turn one of your series into a movie franchise, which one would it be? Full Murder Hobo. No question. Oh, see. Yep. So because, and, and that's actually what I'm, I'm that's the one I'm going to be pushing for when I do start trying for options and things like that. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not like a massive, all-encompassing need, you know. Like, I have what I'm successful in. I really like what I do. If it also got turned into movies, that'd be cool. Um, but it's not something I'm gonna go and beggar myself trying to figure out how to make that happen, you know, um, or put myself in into getting a terrible deal or anything. Like, it's just not so important to me that it must happen. Um, not desperate. Hey, there's yeah, indie but, movie people too. I've been thinking about getting a hold of them. Oh, there you go. Um, and <clears throat> the the cool thing about this one is that it's going to be a nice, clean trilogy. Um, and uh, so it's something. But you had four in- things. You're just going to do a trilogy? I thought you would yeah. do like one with each. Nope. So uh, because we have huh. we have Zed as the as the narrator, right? So the mm-hmm. bard is the narrator. So his story is the meta story around the story. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. You'll see, right. you'll see more of that um, as you, as you complete in there. As I keep um, going. <laughs> right. But uh, so we have a kind of a focus on the murder hobo on the Druid and then on the, on the Archmage. And, uh, but anyway, so the, um, but yeah, so it's a nice trilogy. So it's going to be something, anything and everything. Right. So uh, anything is just about to come out and everything will be out soon after that. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so that would also translate. Uh, I built these specifically to move to film easily, right? Um, at mm, the clever. yeah, so it should easily translate into great scenes, into great like cinematography, into like great action and like posing and stuff like that, um, while also really having the kind of intellectual psychology, whatever behind it without it being such an overpowering mess, right? Because um, there's only so, mu- so much you can get with the talkie talk before the murder hobo just starts hitting things, right? <laughs> so it, 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 forces the, it forces the conflict along, along a little bit, which is kind of his in- purpose in the books, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, Florida Kevin says Zed is his favorite character. He really enjoyed Zed, the book. Zed should absolutely be everyone's favorite character. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, because Zed is like, like you just want to hug the guy like he's like 
hell yeah. So you guys all went off and got like deity level, super cool powers. And I'm just like an 18 year old kid who can strum a ukulele really well. Uh, <laughs> shoot. That's uh. <laughs> all I got, man. It's all yep. I got. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's really um, good. So what? Oh, so yeah. You know, we are, we're at the lightning round now. Right lightning round. Yeah, you've done. We have had. I have so many more questions because it was so yeah. fun. But your time is valuable, as we've just discussed. You have, you know, six to ten hours tomorrow to write. So, you know, I'm sure you want some time. Probably so, so, lightning round. These are our fun questions. <laughs> They're very important ones. First, what is your favorite holiday dish? Uh, cranberry sauce. Really? Like homemade? I'm assuming. Or oh no, directly out of a can. It must be can shaped when I'm eating it because. <laughs> Like, I don't know why, but that is like, I don't know, like a throwback to my childhood or something, but like all this other just magnificent, magnificent food. And then just like a, a can shaped cranberry sauce. And I just like tuck into that, man. I can't stop. It's crazy. I do like to <laughs> spread it on sandwiches the next day. I have Ooh, to. Ooh, there you go. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Banana. Ooh, good choice. Yummy. Um, let's see. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Good choice. What's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Open my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I love interviewing writers. You all have such creative answers. All right. Good choice. Good choice. Um, uh, what is your least favorite chore around the house? Um... Ooh, see, this is, I'm slow on this one because I really like to cook. Um, I would say probably putting away laundry. Sounds fair. Those are our two biggest answers is, is laundry. And usually it is folding and putting away laundry and dishes. Those are our two big answers. So good, good. Mm -hmm. um, I hate to tell you in one way you're normal, Dakota. I'm okay with this. You okay? Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um... That's a good question. My non-traveled there mind says Kyoto, Japan, um, but I have never actually traveled there. I just really like the look of everything in that area. So maybe I would just visit there. Um, <clears throat> if it were living, uh, I would, ooh, I don't know. I like, I like the United States, man. So I'm just going to stick with somewhere in this country. I've lived all over the country and I like, most of it for different reasons. So, <laughs> so say that doesn't and, really narrow it down oh, yeah. for, well, for, the, I, for the record. I like it so much that I'm right in the center of it, right? I'm in Kansas City. And mm. so um, I like being right smack dab in the middle of it so I can go visit all of it with like an equal amount of travel. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a fair bet. It's a fair bet, except for those winters. Mm -mm. No, it's no snow here. No, we're good. What? Oh, yeah. Did you hear it snowed in Egypt today? That's <laughs> not Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They were like, it's the first time in like 20 years of recorded history that it snowed. Um, sorry, off topic. I do that. Um, so thank you. You were amazing. Where can fans find you and your work? Um, okay, so if you are looking for my books, uh, so like a signed copy, stuff like that, uh, mountaindalepress.com, really easy one. 
Um, if you're looking for uh, eBooks or audiobooks, you can go to mountaindalepress.com and it'll redirect you to Audible or um, Amazon as needed. Uh, if you're looking for stuff as it's being written, you can either come to my Discord, um, which is um, the uh, <clears throat> server name is Eternium, and I think I sent you a link that you can you can give to people if they want to share. Mm -hmm. um, right, or you can always come to Patron to see like what has been written, and I have several books up there that are not yet out publicly. So, nice. yeah. Nice. So, and that's patreoncom forward slash Dakota Kraut. Excellent, excellent. And yeah. for all of you listening, um, we will. I'll make sure to put those in the show notes so you'll be able to pick that stuff up. Um, excellent, excellent. So now that Dakota is your new favorite writer, please make sure to review his work and also review us wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitch or subscribe on YouTube. They decided to use different words, so I try to get it right every time. Um, and we do want to thank you for our paid subscribers on Twitch. That's uh, Dave uh, DH Dunn and Helen Savor. Thank you so much for supporting us and keeping these lights on. And we will see you next week with John R. Osborne. Thank you. <laughs>